Hey friends, and welcome to Bison Abroad with Becca. In this podcast, you'll be able to hear stories from North Dakota State University students who are currently around the world studying. I am so excited to have you join me as you listen to these students share the highs and lows to studying abroad and all the crazy adventures that go along with it. With me today is Noah Bachmeier. He is a social science education major and is currently in Lundberg, Germany. Stay tuned as we hear more about his adventures in language learning, his year-long program overseas, as well as his apartment and homestay experience. Hello? Hello. Hi, is this Noah? It is, it is. Awesome. I'm so glad to have you on the show. I'm very thinking about speaking to someone from NDSU on the other side of the the planet. <laughs> I know that's that's like the fun thing about this podcast is that I'm I get to talk to people, I get to talk to you who are like completely other side of the world. Uh, it's kind of wild. Technology is pretty cool. <laughs> it is. It's it keeps us connected. Thank goodness. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, just for starters, would you mind uh, telling us a little bit about yourself and uh, why you even chose to study abroad? So for starters, my name is Noah Bachmar. Um, I come from a town in Minnesota called Savage. It's a, it's a nice town, about 32,000 people, I'd say. Um, and I have family kind of spread out through the Midwest. So a lot of my life up until this point has just been in Minnesota or in North Dakota with a small trip here and there to Wisconsin or maybe Chicago. So I haven't really been outside of the Midwest too much um, besides a few small trips. Um, but when I was in high school, we took a trip with my high school band to Ireland and I realized that Europe was more accessible than I had thought um, just because I mean, it is a it is a bit of a haul with the plane, but it's not too far away. And then from there, I just got really excited about seeing more of the world and told my mom I was going to study abroad for a year and then found a nice program and I signed up and here I am. That's awesome. And you're in Germany, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm just outside of Hamburg. I'm in a, a nice town, about 70,000 people called Lunenburg. Okay, and how did you choose that location? It's kind of funny, actually. There was a NDSU um, study abroad mentor, Kevin, actually, from last year. Many different programs that it was very overwhelming. I was kind of running out of time as deadlines were quickly approaching. Um, this was around January and February and March was when deadlines for scholarships and applications were. So I went in and I talked to him, and he goes, actually, if you're thinking Germany, um, there's this great program that I just came back from. So I did a little bit of research and someone I met last year um, at NDSU was from Spain and he said, you definitely have to go. Um, and then he kind of gave me a few things really experienced um, in Europe, uh, like how Germany's a bit more central countries I was looking at. And uh, I was originally going to go to an English speaking country because I didn't speak any German but um, his name was Jose, and he said, you have the opportunity to learn another language, so you should capitalize on that and go for it. 
So taking his advice and talking with Kevin um, about this USAC program in Lüneburg, I, I made the decision and it was relatively well-priced um, over some of the programs. Um, I, I'd been to the study abroad office a handful of times, but there's so many study abroad options out there in Berlin or even Hamburg for the year-long program. So I'm really thankful I chose this one. Okay. And so how did you decide to go for a whole year? I know that students, they'll go for a semester and they're like, oh, yeah, I really want to like go back. Uh, but how did you just right off the bat, like, yes, a year is what I want to be over there for, uh, especially since you hadn't done much traveling back in the States? That was kind of, I mean, credit-wise, um, I, I entered college with quite a few credits under my belt through AP classes and the college and the school program through the University of Minnesota. So I was pretty fortunate in that regard that I had quite a few of my generals done for social science education. And um, I hadn't been admitted to the School of Education yet because I needed to take the two prerequisite classes for that. So I thought, why not go for a year um, and then just kind of be on time with everybody else. And I also thought that that would give me a lot more time to travel, a lot more time to meet people and experience life and really live in the culture and just the way people do things here in Germany. And so far, it's been treating me pretty well. I really like it. And I wish I could stay a bit longer than uh, until May, um, August to May. I wish I could stay longer than eight or nine months. But my mom is really looking forward to me coming home. <laughs> I bet. Um, so you said that you didn't know any German before going over. How has that been, just the language barrier? And you said you were taking German classes. Uh, what has that experience been like for you? It has been quite a lot, actually. Uh, pretty overwhelming at first. When we landed at the airport, the guy was not too thrilled to see me in English that I'm just studying and I'm getting my, my resident resident. Um, permit shortly after getting to Hamburg but it was, it was really overwhelming and everybody was speaking German and it was just so so foreign to me literally um, being in a different country after a flight across the Atlantic and not knowing anything what people are saying but thankfully the program I'm with um, USAC they have a really really good language program so coming over here like I said I didn't speak any German and I jumped right into it. They have four tracks based on your ability level. So I started off in track one, not being able to speak any German. But about two months in, I was, I was able to get around quite a bit. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty intensive language course. Uh, track one was about four hours every morning, four days a week with Friday exams, uh, usually every or every other week. So it was, oh it was quite God. intensive. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, then I jumped up to track three because uh, there's overlap between the tracks. And it's, it's kind of fun now. I can have conversations with people in German. Sometimes I'll get stopped and people ask me for directions in German. So I, I get to use my German, which previously I could not speak any of. So it's been pretty, pretty fun to learn German and be able to use it. Yeah, absolutely. And you said that you've been able to travel some while in Germany. What kind of, what sort of places have you been to over here in Europe? Oh, 
my goodness, I have been traveling as much as I possibly can. <laughs> yes. Uh, Europe is wonderful. It's it's so weird to think that if I were to drive about seven hours from Savage, I'll probably be in Bismarck. But if I get on a bus and go seven hours in a handful of directions, I'm going to be in a different country, which is incredible. Most weekends um, that we don't have an exam on Friday, I've been traveling. And even if we do have an exam on that Friday, sometimes I'll take a short weekend trip um, within Germany. And usually the, the three three-day weekends, I've been going to other countries. It's been pretty great so far. Okay. And what have been maybe like one or two of your like top places or like most memorable places you've been to? There have been some really incredible places. Um, I think I probably have to do three or four. I went to Budapest this past weekend with some people and the thermal baths there, they have um, bath houses. That was one of the most relaxing and incredible things I've ever done. We walked in and there were about seven indoor baths, one outdoor bath, and they had multiple saunas and steam rooms. It was just super relaxing. I think we spent about five hours there, um, the group I was with. It was actually kind of fun. Uh, We we just started talking to these people because they also spoke English. Turns out they're from Minnesota and actually in the town right over from where I live. So that was kind of fun to meet people in Budapest just out of the blue in a bathhouse yeah dang what are the odds of that that's crazy yeah, it, was, it, was, it was quite the trip um but i i really enjoyed rome especially since i want to be a history teacher there was so much for me to take in with the uh, Colosseum and the roman forum and there were just so many ruins spread out throughout the city that was really really interesting and of course the gelato was incredible <laughs> yes i studied abroad and Florence, uh, Italy, and I'm pretty sure I had gelato like every single day for like, two or three weeks at one point. <laughs> I think that's the only way to do it because that's the best place to get it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so you said that you have been traveling with some people. How did are these just classmates or are they roommates or who do you typically travel with when you go away on the weekends? So with the with the USAC program, there's about forty students um, spread out throughout the states we have uh, two students from other countries so they that's been interesting but uh, I kind of found a group of friends and that's usually uh, usually USAC students but there is the international or the excuse me the the European study abroad kind of program done uh, a few or some short weekend trips with some of those students as well. So mostly USAC students, but a handful of Erasmus students for some weekend trips. Okay. Um, And I know, so were you there over the holidays and like Christmas time? Yeah, I stayed here. How was that experience? I've heard the Christmas markets are absolutely amazing. You heard absolutely correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Once they opened right after Thanksgiving, every single weekend, I was traveling as much as I could to see as many Christmas markets as I could. And thankfully, uh, the state we're in, Lower Saxony, I can get anywhere in Lower Saxony with our semester ticket, taking a regional train. So I was trying to see as many Christmas markets as I could. And the food was just unbelievable. 
the the atmosphere is so joyful and everybody's cheerful and happy and it's just a really really pretty atmosphere unfortunately we didn't have a white christmas but you can't win them all i guess (laughs) right right so could you describe more of like what you can find at a christmas market exactly what kind of food you is typically in that season yeah so it, it really depends um kind of on what region you're in i know the food's for for the most part, they have pretty similar foods wherever you go. A lot of um, hot dogs, similar, or, or bratwurst, I guess. So kind of like the, the typical German food in that regard. But then in northern Germany, they have some more um, what they, they consider comfort foods or traditional comfort foods, I guess. So they have foods like Leberkäse, which is similar to a meatloaf, or a Grünkohl, which is green cabbage with some sausage and my personal favorite I think would be champignons which were these mushrooms that they fried in this really big pan and then they put some either uh powder sauce like a um but like a a spiced kind of sauce on top that was really good and of course the the sweets and glue vine are really really tasty okay and were you able to, like, see them, like, cooking and grilling all this over open fire? Or what did that setting look like? Um, They were, yeah, I think they usually were over an open fire. It was kind of fun. A lot of the, the meat-based um, market or vendors, they just have a large fire with pretty large metal thing on top. And then they just rotate meat on and off. And same with the bread. They kind of have the bread hanging over it to warm it up. And then whenever you order something, they'll take one down and throw it on the grill real quick just to warm it up a little bit more and maybe brown it a little bit. That was really interesting. It reminded me of kind of like an amusement park or or more like a farmer's market, I guess, where everything was just fresh and made right in front of you. And so many people are ordering that you're always getting fresh food. Oh, that's so nice. Shoot. You were talking about how you – typically take the train are there do you have any like interesting transportation stories or what is your like main mode of transportation while going around Europe so getting around Europe I've been doing a lot with Flixbus and a lot with Deutsche Bahn um, which is they're mostly the train system within Germany Uh, they, they do run a few buses that's how I got to Amsterdam was through was through Deutsche Bahn bus but if I'm traveling within Germany, I've mostly been doing train. Um, that's pretty straightforward. It's really easy. And then if I'm going anywhere a bit further or a little bit of out, out of Germany, I've usually been taking the Flix bus. And unfortunately or fortunately, I've had a few incidents with every mode of travel I've taken so far. Um, I've, I've missed a few Flix buses. Oh, no. I've had canceled trains. Um, I missed a flight in Ireland, which was quite unfortunate. Um, the more I travel, the more I realize I have to adapt to the situations that are thrown at me. So if I miss, I miss a, a bus, you know, um, what what can I do to fix it? There's no use standing there trying to pout about it. This is this is. I think I've grown a lot in that regard. That I'm much more adaptable to the situations that I'm presented with. So I'm very thankful for that.
Yeah, absolutely. So, like, when you first arrived in Germany, were there were there anything, like, just right off the bat, you're like, oh, this is unusual, this is something I wasn't expecting? Or were you able to adjust pretty well when you first arrived? I wasn't prepared for how many people biked everywhere. Um, the first day we got here, I was just trying to walk to the city center to find some food. And this guy kept ringing his bell behind me. And I was super confused. I turned around and I looked at him and he kept ringing his bell at me as he's riding his bike closer and closer. So I moved out of the way, but apparently I stepped to the wrong side, kept yelling at me in German. It was, it was really overwhelming. But after about two weeks, I figured it or after about after that moment, actually, I figured out pretty quickly that there's bike lanes and you're not supposed to walk in the bike lanes. But uh... yeah, if you know, a foul, just get out of the way ring their bell and it's it's nobody even looks they get out of the way but coming over here i didn't know that so we we figured that out pretty quickly right right for you you said in the beginning you had really intensive like you were in a really intensive language program is that your main area of study right now what kind of classes are you taking yeah just what does your typical day look like while abroad yeah, those are those uh, those language classes are pretty much the bulk of my studies. Um, so we have those Monday through Thursday, sometimes with the Friday exam. But usually I uh, I wake up. This semester my schedule's changed a little bit, so I no longer have a four hour language course. It's only about an hour and a half. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot harder, but it's a bit shorter, which I'm really thankful for. But uh, class doesn't start until ten. So I usually get up around 7 or 7.30, um, mope around, do a bit of homework, and browse social media, even though no one's awake back in the States. And then after class, uh, I usually go, I work out, but uh, I've made some pretty good friends there, and we usually lift together. And then after that, um, Tuesday, Thursdays, I have a class in the afternoon. But after that, I'm usually pretty free. Uh, Wednesdays, I have supper with my guest family. And karaoke is also on Wednesday. So that's always a, a must-go-to event. Uh, and you mentioned your guest family. Are you staying in a home state? Or what does that look like? Yeah, so um, I was really interested in doing both a homestay and an apartment. And since I was here for the year, I was hoping I would be able to do both. I started off in an apartment and got to know some German students, um, and then I talked to our program director about two weeks into the program and asked if I could switch the following or the next semester uh, to a guest family, and thankfully that worked out. So now I'm with a, a really nice guest family um, in a homestay. I have one roommate from Nevada, and yeah, I'm just very, very thankful for the family I'm with. They're really nice, and they speak slow enough German that I can understand. <laughs> That's great. So how would you compare last semester to this one and then the two different settings of your living and housing? You know, um, it's, it's really different because kind of when you're, when you're in an apartment, you have the freedom to come and go as you please and kind of eat what you want when you want or just do your own thing pretty much whenever you feel. And then being in a homestay, um, it's much more like, I'm at home, so I can't be snacking. I mean, I can be snacking all the time, but I try to 
sometimes to get my host family. I mean, it is their house, so I try to give them as much of their time as they can have. And sometimes if I'm leaving earlier, I'm coming home late, I do feel a bit bad if I'm ever too loud. But it, I've been thankful for, for both experiences. One, I was able to be a li- little bit more independent. And uh, now with the homestay, I'm getting to learn a lot more German and learn a lot more about German culture, which has been really, really fun. Right. That's super cool that you get to see. It's kind of like the best of both worlds. You get to see right. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, so with living in a homestay, what sort of things surprise you about living with them? Or like what are some common German traditions that exist within this family? Hmm. One thing to notice is that almost everybody in Germany has a dog. And oh. Yeah, we have a, a really nice dog. His name is Flint. But all of the dogs here, I've noticed, are incredibly well-trained. So it's it's kind of fun to watch Flint. Um, every so often, he'll get a bit rowdy and want to play, or he'll be chewing on his shoe or running around. And they just tell him to stop, and that's that. He stops right away. It was quite a difference from the States when dogs don't listen. Not all dogs listen as well. Right. really weird. But uh, I really like the the family supper we have. I've gotten to learn a lot about German food because typically we have a, a a German dish. So we started off, I think, with schnitzel, oh, which was yeah. very, very good. Okay. Do you have a favorite uh, meal or, like, dish besides schnitzel that your family has made for you so far? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's, tough. That's tough. That's <laughs> tough. Uh, um. That's a really good question. The schnitzel was incredible. I, I do really like the Grunkohl, which I mentioned earlier. And then there's a dish out of Hamburg called Lapskaus, which I enjoy quite a bit, but I'm not positive. Everybody, they take mashed potatoes and usually corned beef and mix them together. Um, and then you get some pickled beets, uh, a pickle, and uh usually pickled herring or another sort of pickled fish and i enjoy it quite a bit but i know that not everybody does oh and you also get a fried egg on top of it so it doesn't sound most appealing thing but i enjoy it okay okay that's super cool um yeah we're about out of time but do you have any like thing else you would like to share any most memorable thing about Germany, yeah. And I have one final question after that. I think the most memorable thing, or one of the biggest things I'm going to take away about being in Germany is the people that I've met, both the people I've asked for help um, from within Germany or the people I've met while traveling. There's just so many opportunities to meet people. And uh, I really like talking and getting to know people. So I've been incredibly thankful for that experience. Um, the first night we were here when I got in trouble for being in the bike lane, uh, we were horribly lost, um, two of my friends and I, we had been in Germany for four hours and we were super, super lost. And this guy bikes over and asks us for directions in German. And we're, we're trying to speak whatever little German they know. And I'm just standing there. turns out he was lost. 
Um, but he, he got off his bike, walked with us for about 10 minutes to the city center, showed us around, and then showed us his favorite place to eat or something. That's yeah, so sweet. A, such a really, really nice guy. And I was a bit worried, to be honest, because people say Germans are mean and straightforward and not nice. But after that, I had no problems with Germans. I was a bit hesitant at first, but they're they're incredible people. Incredible people. That's awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, I have one more question. Um, and it would be just to describe, if you, if you can, describe your study abroad experience so far in three words and then explain that. Three words. Um, I think food is definitely going to be one of those words. Um, hmm. It's kind of a tough one. <laughs> that is, that is, that is. Um, let's say opportunities and friendship, I think. Okay. And what sort of, if you were going to explain opportunities more, what would that look like? Every morning that I wake up, it there, there's always something new to do. Um, I'm always presented with these different opportunities, whether it even be just going to Hamburg or going to the market on a Wednesday or biking around town with some international students or getting on a ferry and traveling down the river. I mean, there's just so many things being thrown at me. And there are a lot of experiences that I wouldn't have back in the States, um, partially because I'm meeting so many people with the Erasmus program and so many German students, but also how close a lot of other countries and things within Germany or how accessible they are, or even just within Lüneburg, there's, there's so many things for me to do and so many people to meet and so many things to see. So I'm just thankful for all the opportunities that present themselves to me and uh, especially the ones that I capitalize on the opportunities I've had over here and will continue to have until May. I'm just, I, I'm just very thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have any like bucket list items that you're like trying to get done before May? Do you have a list like that at all? I did. And so far I think I've almost all of or eaten almost all of what I wanted to do or see. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, the only the only things that are still on my list, I really like to go snowboarding in the Alps, but I'm out of weekends for that. And I'd like to make it to Sweden to visit some friends and uh, also try Swedish meatballs to compare them to my grandma's. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you again so much for coming on the show and uh talking i know that there's like a seven hour time difference so it must be getting pretty late over there oh no it's all right march madness is here and i, I might stay up to watch ndsu hey yes <laughs> okay well yeah thank you once again yeah thank and you this was awesome this was fun sweet yeah and i just hope you have i hope you will be able to finish that bucket list off and have a great rest of your time in germany Thank you very much. I wish it was uh, longer. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, take care. Have a good rest of your evening. And you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>
Hey friends, thank you all for joining us today. If you want to hear more stories about studying abroad, stay tuned. Also, if you're interested in studying abroad yourself, check out our website at NDSU Study Abroad or stop by and see us. We are located in the Memorial Union 116 at North Dakota State University. Through our NDSU office, we can send out students to 73 different countries and we have over a thousand programs to choose from. With that being said, we should be able to find a program that is perfect for you. So stop by. We hope to see you soon.